and we're live what's what's going on people this is the real talk real walk family and we are back again with yet another episode come on another episode full of energy and juice energy energy another episode full of wisdom and knowledge wicked wicked wisdom <laughs> another episode full of epileptic paraboism oh man Another episode full of nuance, accountability, and 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 all of the that it does. Trust me, it's time to chime in. <laughs> Another episode full of can you give me some advice? <laughs> oh yeah. Back with myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer. And obviously your homegirl Aura can't be with us today, but she sends all of her love. She'll be back with you lot very, very soon. I know we all miss her. Yeah, but Ima, what's going on? What are you saying, bro? How you doing? Uh, I'm out here. I'm out here. We're living life. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited. We're, yeah. we're, we're seeing, we're seeing a way through all of this nonsense, and, and mm. hopefully, we'll have some sort of summer this year, and we can just, we, we can at least go out and just enjoy the fresh air. Yeah, and freedom. So, looking forward to that, man. But yeah, how I'm about seeing, you? I'm seeing outside is open now. Um, I, I, I seem I be seeing people, especially obviously, you know, they um, you know, gyms are open and people are, mm. you know, allowed to go outside. I'm like, for the people that are like eating outside and stuff, I'm like, bruh, you just trying to eat outside, like why, well, are, you, no. why are you trying well, to eat no good food? <laughs> I, I saw um people were queuing up people were queuing up outside pubs at yeah, like twelve AM. So 12. Bro, why, bro, why is a pub open at twelve AM, bro? Bruh, it's it's I think it's just the excitement. And obviously you know that um, you know, when they say, Okay, the April the twelfth is gonna be, you know, the day where things begin. I think people obviously took that a bit too literally and went, Okay, you know what? People have been pining for a pint and people have been pining for they're just thirsty. So bro, this you know, this country has a stronghold with pubs, bro. I'm telling alcohol. you, I'm telling you, you know they the love maddest, a good pub. The maddest thing is that these people will queue up for a pint. But gym that will be open in a few hours time, you will be you won't be able to wake up for that. <laughs> or you wait, you'll stay up for a pint. That's that's just the madness of this country. It's just it's too much, man. But bro, I don't understand, bro. What is in that pint, bro? I don't, I, honestly, I don't get it, bro. It's I, there's cracking there. I've never tasted. I've never tasted Ben and all these drinks that these not drink here. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Bro, never, bro. Never. Yeah. But I just think, what is in there that's dragging you to go and queue up at 12 a.m.? Yeah, there's no, there's no flavors. It's not like there's juices like mango or apple yeah, or yeah. So what is in there that's dragging <laughs> you, bro? Just bear, bear is definitely a, a, an acquired taste. Like I've, I've had bear before, but yeah, it's, a, it's definitely an acquired taste. I would not stay up till midnight to go for it, but I'm definitely not. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Stay at home. Stay at home, but you know, you already know it's part of the culture of the country. Even remember when there was other lockdowns and they didn't close down the pubs, like they allowed the pubs to open, whatever. There's something that you know, it's just intrinsic, it's in, an intrinsic part of this country. It's just you know, when you think about this country, you just think about the pub, I have a lager, I have a beer, I have a you know, <laughs> you know, whatever. So that's that's how it is. So, I, I that one. I understood the madness because that one is really spiritual bondage. But for me, oh, in the cold weather, it's the people that are eating hot food in the cold weather. What is going on? That's not like people are going to Soho. People are going this place. People are going to that. Like, to do wow. what? Sit outside? Outside yeah, restaurants? Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. Do you know, I think people were longing, were longing for togetherness. They were longing for... 
just seeing each other that you know they didn't waste no time yeah to, I, be, I to be sitting outside bro that's long bro i haven't even got gym yet bro because i know that everyone's just hype right now i know everyone's hype everyone's going gym but i said to myself look i'll go back next week when the next hype has died down yeah everyone's not too excited right now i'm yeah. sure everyone's just excited to go gym not because they want to work out but because they want to get outside the house <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but I feel like obviously as well. I think I think for this year, I think there's probably more of a reason for people to want to go to the gym because a lot of people have have fallen off more than before. Even people that probably never mm. went to gym before, like putting on a lot of weight, like mental health and stuff like that. And now mm. gym is open, so it's kind of like a release for people. And at the same time, because people are seeing that okay, potentially we might have a summer holiday. Potentially, I can leave the country. I want to have some sort of summer body. Or I want to be healthy. I want to try again i want to start something new then yeah mm. let's have it me i'm 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 a late night person so i i'm i but i went there late yesterday i went there went there 11 Jeez. and it's yeah for hour yeah yes yeah, a 24 hour gym and then after 45 minutes on the down the downstairs of the gym like the downstairs part of the gym which is massive yeah, I was the only person there. I don't know if there was anybody else. All I know is that there was yeah, the cleaner like there. That. Bro, I love being in the gym and no one else is there, bro. Bruh, I, when me, I, I, was, I go mad early in the morning, no one's there, bro. I'm skanking in the gym, bro. <laughs> me, I was just... <laughs> Man, just Bruh. One in the gym, bro. Bruh, trust me. But you know there's cameras there, so I always, I'm always parallel because I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. when I start shocking out, I'm like, bro, like, there's a camera right above me. I'm like, ah, oh, it's peak, but I've already... Someone's done, in like, the office watching you, bro. Trust me. So if someone wakes up, like, or someone comes for the early shift and goes through the camera to see who was there last or whatever they'll see me skanking shaking my bum all of that kind of stuff <laughs> but i'm shameless with it man we have to where well, we thank god for that the gym is bro, again. bro honestly you have to especially for me i've not really i've never always been like excited about gym like you know there's some guys like with no neck they yeah. just bang gym all they do everything is gym bro they love yeah. it they love the adrenaline like me I've th- I'm not about that gym life, so yeah. I have to enjoy it. So the only way yeah. I can enjoy a gym session is by dancing, bro. Bruh, nah, for, for real. I was, You know what's even funny? I was thinking about it when I was coming back from the gym yesterday and I was remembering the conversation that we had um, when we were talking about, um, it was a brief conversation about like um, listening to music in the gym. Mm. And I remembered when I was saying to you that people <laughs> listen to gospel in the gym. Bro, I've never been so happy to listen to gospel in the gym in my bro, life. Don't say gospel, say worship, bro. Worship. Let's be specific. Man said worship. Worship. Okay, worship. Gospel, worship, music. I was so happy. I was so happy. Bro, I don't know how you could do it, bro. Yeah, bro, you you can. It's possible. It's possible. Um, do you know what? I'm gonna do a poll on Twitter, bro. And it's, I'm gonna do a poll because I don't know how you could do it. I think you're the only person that can do that. Boy, don't knock it until you try it. There's some. There's something about you. You feel like you can break every chain. Like Tasha Cotton will just send you until you feel like you can just do the most. Don't get me wrong. I can listen to whatever genre I feel like doing. Like you know, I was banging a bit of Dave. I was banging a bit of Afrobeats yesterday. But then, yeah. Worship. Don't, don't you feel like, when you're listening to worship, don't you feel like singing or ad-libbing or just li- yeah. you know what I mean? just being in a solemn place, bro? I don't, bro. bro, sometimes I'll even be praying. I'll be on, bro, I'll be on the bike. I'll be speaking in tongues. <laughs> I'll be speaking in tongues. I don't mind. Even yesterday when there was nobody there, I was, I was chilling. I was, I was, I was like, yeah, let me even speak in tongues. The, the cleaner guy, the cleaner guy is the Ghanaian guy. I was like, he ain't going to do nothing. He's just walking around. Me, I was speaking in tongues. I was rapping. I was doing everything. Ah, I was in training. Tongues bro. Tongues was, and fitness. Bro. What? Uh, tongues and fitness. <laughs> tongues and fitness. I was chilling. I was, I was enjoying, man. It's good, though. 
People should try. I, I know there will be people that are, are with me, though. I know there will be there are people that actually do the same thing as well. But they won't admit. Listen, if you're listening and you go to him and you listen to worship, I beg you comment yeah, at us please. on Twitter, <laughs> Insta, at us. Because I need to understand that Ema's not going crazy. <laughs> Because I, need, bro, I need speak. something fast. I need an Afro swing or or, or something Is to it? move me, man. No, you know, I don't. I don't mind as long as it touches my soul, bro. I feel like, bro, I just channel. Bro, it doesn't that touch your body, bro. It doesn't touch your body. So how do you channel that that energy? Bruh, that you need? Once it touches your soul, it will. You will channel that thing to your body. It will, you, bro. You will go ham. You will go hard. Trust me, but it has to be the right one. It can't be any one country or yeah, that, that one might not be the one. <laughs> Bro, I can't. I, bro, I can't even imagine it, bro. You know what? It might be something oh, like man. maybe Todd Delaney, the anthem. Ah, that one. You will channel every energy. Hallelujah! Hey, bro, you go in. Yeah, you go in. You need, you need them ones that lift that go from solemn to just raise to raise. Oh, you need the, the racket yeah, music. Yeah. You're doing it to the to the guitar with the the drummers breaking the drums. Then I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're doing it to CCA, bro, it's not happening. Yeah, bro. maybe now. Nah. CC- to be, if I'm honest, I can't lie. At the minute, there's not much CCM on my iTunes, so I can't even. Yeah, it's not really. Yeah, CCM doesn't really do it like that. Nah, I can't. Nah, nah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said it has to be gospel. This one is not CCM. It's gospel. It has to be the one that ah, the ancestors vet that one. That mm. one, that yeah, that one you channeled that very well, man. So yeah, man. Right, it's that is good. hard. I don't know. I don't know how you did, bro. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how you did, bro. What about Chandler Moore? Because obviously he's a bit in, a, in in between both. Can you work out to him listening to his music? Some, you know what? Some tunes I probably would be able to because he definitely he carries that he carries uh, like that soul. Like there's some tunes like some of the more recent ones from the um. What do you call it? This channel, the tribal channel, um, Maverick City. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs about the blood and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Some of those, some of his new ones, them ones. Yeah, I, bro. I, I will definitely. I can definitely go hard to that. But some of the hill song oh. stuff, elevation. Oh. Nah, man. Nah, nah, that one is not. Nah, that one. I'll. You'll just be on the bench press. And you'll feel like choking the family fall on your chest. <laughs> I, he choke you. Ah, bro, trust me. <laughs> you, you definitely feel like you're being choked, bro. Because that music, oh, it's not gonna push anyone. It's a sleepy one. Nah, 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 nah. So I understand. Yeah. I don't. I don't really do it, but I understand why people listen to like Rick Ross, Meek Mill, hundred people in the gym. I get it, bro, because it pushes them. 100. I can't listen to them to them people because I think their music is is trash. But <laughs> I, I understand why people do it, bro, because they're just chatting rubbish and they're just pushing you, bro. Yeah. What's that? Um. What's it? That one. Um. Meek Mill and Rick Rick Ross. I've been writing from my old hood. So, oh like, yeah, bro. Is it I'm a boss? Is it I'm a boss? <laughs> Bro, I don't fam, know, that I don't one, you, fam, that one, you, I, I, no, nah, that one will gas you though. If you put that yeah. one on, it will gas you. You mm. jump, fam, you jump on the squat rack or you jump on bench press, fam, you'll bench something you've never been able to bench before. <laughs> it's true, bro. Nah, that, Wonders are miracles, bro. Yeah, there, there's certain tunes or obviously uh recent passing of DMX when you put on something like Where the Hood at, fam. There's certain hype tunes that you, you like. Like I remember, like back in uni, uh, I don't know if you remember this uh, rapper called Ace Hood. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Um, Hustle Hard, Hustle. Yeah, yeah him. Yeah. I, I would bank his album. Like every session, I would bank his whole album. So by the time this album I had finished, I would have finished my session, and then oh. maybe 
it would start again and then I'll do my final whatever. And ev- and this, every session, I banged his album for months on end. Months mm. on end. Like, his, you will just feel gas. But it just depends on you as an individual, what moves you, what, you know, what hypes you, what gases you, and then, then you mm. go with that, man. But... Yeah, yeah man. true. It just depends. Bro, I, might, I might need to try. I might need to try this rap thing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah you, you'd definitely be motivated, bro. But that worst one, yeah. uh, mate, that one. Afrobeats is a no-brainer. That one, you would just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Afrobeats is distracting. Because normally, let's say, for example, I'm on a treadmill, right? I will try oh, and yeah. run to the beat. <laughs> so if it's bro, fast, good, bro. No, but the, uh, bro, like when the thing is moving a bit slow and then you're moving fast, or the thing is moving fast oh, okay, and you're yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. you're trying to run to the beat, and the, mm. maybe the beat is faster than the the speed of the the thing, bro. It will kill mm. you. The amount of yeah, times yeah. I've nearly buckled <laughs> on that thing, yeah, <laughs> because I'm trying to keep up to the speed of the thing. And obviously, as a musician, like you get carried away, like you're into the mm. flow of those things. So mm. Afro beats can be a distraction. So I don't do it when I'm. Unless if I'm okay, maybe if I'm not on the the what do you call it on the treadmill, I'll do it on the bike because that one is okay. Mm. But on the treadmill, no Afrobeats because that yes, one is a massive. Bro. That's a massive distraction. Afrobeats yeah, always for the win. Some music can definitely be challenging, bro. I, I sometimes I run to um to grime to old school grime, bro. I will run on the street and I'm skanking, bro, on the street, bro. Yeah, that, that okay. That one is manageable. <laughs> But that one, you come in the gym, you'll be moving yeah. mad. Because if you're listening yeah. to, to one of your guys, like, for example, if I was listening to maybe old school Devlin or something, yeah, or maybe old school Gets or Kano, bro, I'll be moving mad. And I can't lie, I've done it in the gym at times. At the ends that I live in, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah you're crazy, bro. Trust me, you can't be running them kind of stuff. Oh, so, crazy, bro. Because nah, even yesterday, I was playing, I, I played one grand tour, I can't remember. Um, from Gets' his new album, um, mm. uh, what do you call it? It was the first, it was the first tune on the album. Oh, the intro, yeah, the intro, bro. Yeah. I was doing gun fingers, whatever. <laughs> I looked to the side, I see some white ladies looking at me. I looked to the right, I see some white guys <laughs> like side eyeing me. I said, okay, you like, you got to chill now, man. Yeah, they so, think you're crazy for real. Yeah, trust me. They so think you're mad, bro. <laughs> they think you're mad. Where? But um, yeah, but yeah. So we received a question from one of our listeners. Thank you to the listener who sent it in. Wanted us to speak on Christian clicks and whether they're problematic. Mm. Um. So yeah, I think it's probably a, a, it's a good topic. To be fair, I think it's probably worth pointing out that there's clicks everywhere. Like it's right. not just clicks within like um Christian community. I think there's clicks everywhere. Clicks in church. I think there's clicks in college, school, uni, workplace. Um, I don't know about family members, but yeah, there's there's clicks everywhere, and I think wherever there's people, you'll find clicks because naturally, people draw to people based on like personalities or morals or beliefs or whatever it may be. Um, so to kind of have a whole collective where there's no clicks or a whole institution where there's no clicks might be a bit challenging and difficult. Yeah. But what's what's your views on 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 Christian clicks or um, just yeah, just Christian clicks? Because obviously. There are clicks in the church, innit? But mm-hmm. what's your what's your views on that? Yeah, I, f- I think from you know the I think from the inception of you know the church, if we want to talk historically, from the inception of the church, there's always been groups. There's always been people that follow you know others. Like for example, in First Corinthians, where Paul is like, "Look, you guys are childish. You guys are talking about who is for Paul, who's for Peter, who's for this person, who's for Jesus." Like. That's what, and that's, and he was like, look, that's, that's why I can't give you meat because you guys are childish. So it's not even something that's more modern. It's something that's been there since the inception of the church. People just, 
you know, have always wanted to maybe align with people that, you know, speak to them, maybe speak to their scenario that they maybe get along with better or that just, you know, that maybe they're from the same era, from the same space. And it just works out that, you know, we align with them more and that's how it's been. And then, you know, through church history, then seeing it, you know, it's become, you know, from groups to different sects, to different, you know, later down the line, we have denominations, um, which are, you know, based around, you know, different theological ideas or philosophies and stuff like that. So we have that now, but then even within those groups and those, you know, denomination or those different sects within, you know, Christianity, you've got the smaller one, smaller ones, and maybe that's based on local churches, local fellowships, friendship groups, um, um, pe- uh, people that live in the same area, people that are from the same age group, people, you know, that might have the same passions or interests and stuff like oh. that, that al- align and connect. So that's why we kind of had that, have that today. But I think, you know, maybe more for the question at hand, it's more maybe speaking to, you know, younger generations and, you know, why there's different click, why it feels like there's this click mentality and stuff like that, which oh. I definitely you understand. You think it's all right? Um, yes and no. I think it's all right to be able to connect with people that have similar interests, similar passions, uh, share the same theological views as you or similar ones to you. Um, but that's not even all, always the case. There's some, you know, groups of, or cliques that they may not necessarily agree, you know, on this all together on the same theological things, but on the basics, on the fundamentals, they agree and they're still cool and friends. But it's just because of different, you know, biases about certain things. Like it might be, you know, it might be based on age. So, for example, like our friends and our friendship circles might be a bit different to guys who are younger than us. And maybe guys who are younger than us might feel like we have our own cliques because we're maybe from the same age group or because of things like, you know, um, for us, we grew up in the UK gospel scene. So there's certain things that we know, there's certain things that we embrace, there's certain things that we enjoyed that other people don't know. And so other people might feel like, oh, why did these guys feel like they're better than us? Or these guys, you know, are moving a bit bougie because they're from a different era to us or whatever. So people might feel that way, but then... Do you know, that's probably what it is. It's probably down to the era and the age. I don't necessarily feel like cliques are created because of the doctrine, especially within ooh, like, the younger generation. Ooh, ooh, I, I disagree. I, I disagree. I but go through, think, go through, go through, go through. <laughs> I personally think the cliques are formed based on one age and but two, more importantly, um, people's personalities. And okay. I think a lot of friendships are formed and based off personalities. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's, I don't think Christianity is the, re- is the sole reason why people within the church are friends. Because people can be within the church and they can be within cliques but have completely different doctrines or they don't even talk about doctrine with one another. Some people are in cliques by default. So you might find the choir members, they're all one clique. They all get together like a gang, church gang. Mm-hmm. The welfare team might be a church gang because they always turn up to meetings together. Mm-hmm. They were always training before service together. So they kind of build that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you've got their musicians who might form a clique as well because mm-hmm. they're obviously rehearsing together. And none of this is formed from like their beliefs or their morals and stuff. It's, it's probably by default because we're always together. So naturally, you know, after service, for example, they might tend to to talk to one another or 
bringing it to social media, if there's clicks on social media, if people are always communicating with each other on social media, that might purely be down to the the banter that they share, the the connection that they share, the relationship that they formed, um, just by like just by personality and, and the way they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I do think there are some clicks that might be formed of doctrine, but I don't think it's the doctrine that's bringing them together. I think it might be uh, ministers coming together. So I think it might be based on their work, based on what they do. So somebody can argue that you have a click, Eman, but I don't know if. I don't, in my opinion, anyway. Obviously, you can you can speak and share, or correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But I don't necessarily from the outside. I don't think that is Eman's click because they share the same they, they share the same doctrine. I think that's Eman's click because they're doing the same work. They're all colleagues, so mm-hmm. they've got they've they've got the same thing in common. They've got the same goal, so they're working together in order to achieve that particular goal, and they rub shoulders with one another. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I hear and, that. I I hear that. I and I agree, but I think that there's different reasons. That's what I was trying to explain before. There's different reasons. So as you've rightly said, age, you know, matters. Things like age matters, you know. Um, it could be cliques of women. It could be cliques of men. It could be cliques, you know, that are of us. I've already said age. Um, it could be the choir, you know, clique. It could be the non-serving members click like there's so many mm. different reasons why people connect but ultimately mm. the 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 covering umbrella is the fact that they're in the church space so church is what connects them that's their that's their joint um that's that's part of their joint interest or joint passion christianity um and that and that's one of the the the, the common denominators so for me people might say yeah you know my me and my friendship circle might be a click but then if you look at it to to the degree you you may not be able to write the theological piece off because even though you know most of my my close friends and my peers we may disagree on certain things more t- more so uh, most of our theologies align so people could say oh yeah these guys you know they're they're young they're charismatic or you know charismatic in terms of character not necessary theology but at the same time some people might say oh yeah we're charismatic because we believe in the gifts of the holy spirit we prophesy we do all of these things so they might align us in that way shape or form or they might say oh these guys are pentecostal they're happy crappy whatever some people will put us in that box and they're not necessarily wrong it's not necessarily you know wrong per se but that's not the only thing like you know i i've got friends who are uh, Methodists, I've got friends who are Anglican, who are not necessarily the same, maybe not the, of the same theological leanings as me, but I've got friends in those spaces. And I wouldn't say we're a clique per se, but people wouldn't know. People just will associate you with who you're more commonly around, who you're com- more commonly associated with. And I guess that's what that's what really what makes a clique. So definitely it, it's different things, but the overarching factor is that christianity is is the thing that joins these people together obviously like you said there's cliques outside of the church but when we're talking you know the question was talking about christian cliques you know the factor is that you know the 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 real connecting point is christianity and then from there you can go into age groups then from a, a there you can go to um whether it's uh um men or women or then you can go to whether it's preachers or worship leaders or then you can go to whether they're black or they're white like there's so many you know there's subcategories but you know the main thing would be the christian peace so that then people will feel like oh why people will call them clicks is because 
It makes there maybe seem like a level of elitism or closed door kind of stuff or some some form of gatekeeping. So it's like, okay, right, like, okay, the, when people say clicks, more time people are subconsciously or subtly saying that, you know, are these guys get there's there's some form of gatekeeping or there's some sort of elitism where, you know, we can't get in. They've made it now, seem like we can't is, get into this group. Is that a good, is that a correct perception or is it an incorrect perception? Like, are, are people right to obviously assume that this clique uh, carry themselves in an elite way or in an elite fashion or is it us that is just play, doing up mind tricks? Um, I, I think it's... Because a... I understand it. I do understand the whole elitism thing, and I agree, because obviously when people mention clicks, it's never really seen in a good light. Mm. When people say, oh, yeah, that church is too clicky, or that church is this, or these people are clicky, it it, it tends to come across as these people are the cool club. This is the cool gang. Mm-hmm. This is the gang that get all the love, all the attention. This is the gang that are in the spotlight. So it's easy just to attribute um, clickiness to groups. Um, but is is it correct that, yeah, these people are clicky or is it just us with the, you know, just bad perceptions? No, I think it's a bit of both. Why And why I say that is, for example, the people that, you know, with the bad perceptions, sometimes you've never spoken to these people and you just have, you come up with your prejudgment. And, you know, I think that if we're being very honest, all I think every human being prejudges in some way, shape or form based on the context that they're in. So if you don't know a person and then you kind of see them and you, you see the way that they're behaving from afar, you've not spoken to them. Um, even before you've spoken to them, you may have a certain view based on maybe who they're speaking to, maybe their mannerisms, how they're dressing, oh. and you think you, they're going to be a certain way. Then by the time you start speaking to them, your 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 judgment, your all either affirming the judgment that you had before or your judgment is beginning to change based on how they speak. So it's always changing. But I feel like for some people, they see you or like, especially on social media, for example, like people might see the people you're always interacting with and feel like, right, mm. what? So you don't chat to anybody else or I don't, I, I didn't yeah, want to tweet. Me. I didn't want to tweet you because you seemed a bit bougie or you've got loads of followers. So I didn't want to X, Y. And it's like, Wait, so you didn't try and then you've already formed your opinion. Like, mm. I, I can't, I, I, everyone's, you know, has an opinion, but the only thing I will knock is the fact that you didn't talk to me or you didn't chat to me before you then were, you went on your way going, going and telling people, oh, you know what, he comes across like he's stush. He comes across mm. like, or she comes across like X, Y, Z, but you never attempted to. You never mm. made, you know, you never made a conscious decision to try and interact with that person. And then on the other hand, you know, I think that, you know, there are uh, people who are um, right in their, in their judgments that, yeah, some people do act bougie. Some people are like gatekeeping, like, this is my circle. I want to make it known. Let it be known. You know, like, for example, like, there's certain ballers, like, there's certain footballers, like, you know, they go in a certain way, like, right, like, I'm in money, I'm into wealth, I know, you know, all these celebrities, and they go in a certain way, and so and so people will be like, yeah, I couldn't really chat to that person, I couldn't really connect to that person, because, you know, they act like they're a gatekeeper, or they act like, you know, too bougie for other people around them, so... I don't mm. chat to them or I didn't want to make an attempt to, you know, build some sort of relationship with them. So it, it does go both ways. You know, some no, people are right. With the perception, 
I definitely agree with that. I think um, it's so easy for people to have like bad perceptions of people, especially if you've not communicated with an individual yeah. or you've not tried to make an effort with people. And I think that probably happens a lot because people make judgments based off what they see. So, you know, they can see you've got a lot of followers and think, raw, like, Eman must be bougie or, or Sarah must be bougie or Jonathan must be bougie because they've got a lot of followers and they don't follow that many people. So they must be stuck up or they must be this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. And obviously it, it can be off-putting, but, you know, we're at a stage where you can't even control people's perceptions. Yeah. You, you can obviously manage, you know, what you display. You can manage what you show to the public, but yeah. you can't really, you know, control people's perceptions, unfortunately. But yeah, that there is that there is that bad perception, and I think looking in from the outside, you can see how people move, whether it's on social media or or in real life, mm-hmm. and people could come across to you as you know bougie or stuck up or stush and whatnot. Um, but that can definitely you know stem from insecurity some of the time, mm-hmm. um, or it could just stem from you know us having a particular agenda or a particular perception which may not actually be true. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I agree as well on the flip side, though. There are some people that carry themselves as, as their elite. Like, they carry themselves as they're all that in a bag of chips. And it's just like, slow down, honey. You're not even all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so it's hard, though. It's hard. Like, it's hard to kind of draw the line or find a balance yeah. between knowing whether people are approachable or not, knowing whether you can reply to people and, and they're going to respond in a, in a positive manner or whether, gonna, whether they're going to carry themselves as you know, they're big because of their following or their brand or their mm-hmm. product or their service. Yeah, 100%. Like, for me, um, I, I, I've i been doing this thing from since I've been active on um, all of the social media platforms that I'm on. So, I mean, there's going to be a point where I won't be able to do it anymore. But until then, anytime I get birthday messages, I respond to every single one. Even if I respond to you a week later, well, I, I'm, I'm able to get back to you a week later. I respond back to every single person on every single platform that I receive, mm. even whether it's a thank you, where, even whether it's copied and pasted messages. Mm. I do that. And I, and it's because it's because that's just me as best as possible. Bro, I respect that, bro. I, I want to, you know, I want to be able to show people that, look, I'm not trying to prove to people. I'm just trying to let people know that this is actually me. I actually care. You know, even if we're not the best of friends, you even just saying happy birthday or you saying something kind to me or you, you know, writing a comment on my Instagram post, responding back to you means something to me. It, it I want people to see that. You know what? That I am approachable. You can oh. talk to me. Like when I'm, when I go for pre, like preaching engagements, like before someone drags me to the green room, bro, yeah. I'm, I'm out, I'm out there. I'm, I'm always speaking to people. Like, like sometimes my wife will have to drag me and say, look, it's time to go. Or, look, we have to go to, you know, they're calling you in the green room or whatever. I don't mm. want to be one of those people that is always seen as, ah, you know, he's one of those preachers, but he doesn't ever seem approachable. No, you can, mm. no, I want you to, I, w- I want to be able to, 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 to speak with people, to minister to people as best as I can, to be able to joke around with them, to be able to give advice and stuff like that. And it happens yeah. and, and people see me for that, but you know, there's some people that probably look at my social socials and think, oh, right, he's probably bougie. You know, he probably doesn't chat to people or whatever. And I'm, <laughs> for me, it's like, yeah, whoever they are, I don't, I may not know them personally, but I'm very sure there are people that probably think that about me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I can't fight that. Yeah, but you the can't facts, avoid it. Yeah, happen, I, you can't avoid it. But the fact is, I do the completely opposite. 
Like, you know, I'm not trying to gatekeep friends. Like, you know, if someone, if people are trying to become friends with my friends, I'm not like, uh, you know, be careful of that person or who's that person. Like, I'm not like, let everyone be like, if you want to be friends with whoever, be friends with whoever. If you want to chat to whoever, chat to whoever. I'm not going to gatekeep anyone. Do you understand? But I want to make sure that I'm authentic. And that's why I always, I'm always one to say, I, I keep it consistent, whether it's online or offline. I'm the same person. I'm not changing for anybody. But mm. I just no, want to, you know. I respect the replying to, to um, tweets and stuff like that, especially with the birthday messages. I find it annoying, yeah, <laughs> when when you wish somebody happy birthday and they like the message. Bro, <laughs> oh, bro. it makes me feel, I don't know if it's pride talking, yeah, but it makes me feel, I'm not going to wish you happy birthday next year. I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to retweet your picture. I'm, I'm not. Wow. I'm so annoyed. You'll write a nice sweet message. And I hear it. I understand they've got bear. They've had bear replies. Blah blah yeah. blah. But when people just like it, I just think, oh yeah, you don't appreciate. You don't appreciate my tweet. You don't appreciate my message. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. And f- from uh, that, the way you're thinking is it's very easy for me to think that way. But then I always remember, you know, like you know, do to others as you want them to do to you. So even if I say happy birthday and you like it, like, that's fine. That's cool. Like it is what it is. You know, next year. If I just, you know, do what you do, retweet a picture and I just say happy birthday without tagging you, it's all, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Like, we, we can just this. Bro, even, bro even, I hate this like this liking message thing. I hate it, bruv. Yeah, it's true. I proper hate it, man. Yeah. You can say somebody, you could give somebody appreciation and they like, they don't say thank you. They just like, bro. Yeah. You could tell someone, oh, yeah, I really like this song or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and they just like it. Oh, yeah. bro, it drives me insane, bro. I just, I think to myself, yeah, won't be, won't be doing that again. Yeah, no, no, I, I fully hear you. I, I, I do think, but yeah, it's, it's really up to the people. I think that you know, I think for some people, they, they probably just don't know how to go through the process of, you know, replying and responding to people and do, you know, you know, and potent the potential back and forth that that could bring, whether on WhatsApp or Instagram. So I, right. I definitely understand yeah. that. Mm. and that's something i bear in mind but i'm just I, i'm just like you know what let me, at least let me just first reply to you if you respond to me and try to do general chit chat that one if it takes another seven days we'll do that <laughs> yeah back for, you know for From now it's the comments here it's the comments or pictures that one is not for back and forth in my opinion anyway no 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 people don't I do don't. it on insta it's what it's whatsapp and other platforms or dms Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Platforms, yeah. The commentary, yeah, that one, just one, one. That's it. Yeah, one, one equalizer. One that's each. <laughs> you comment, I reply. Cool, yeah. we move. Simple, simple. But man. obviously, if it's other things, if it's like DMs and stuff, yeah, then that expectation is going to be there for the back and forth, and 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 I definitely do hear that. Mm-hmm. But if it's people you got a relationship with, well, then they obviously there's that comfortability. Do you know what I mean, so you'd yeah. be a bit more willing to do the back and forth, but for sure. If it's someone that, you know, you don't necessarily communicate with and all of a sudden, it's just like they went back and forth. It's just like, hold on, bro, where'd you come from? Do, yeah. do you even know what my real name is? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that one, uh, you just have to, uh, that one, you, you call it a day or you just pretend mm. like you haven't seen it, Shaq. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> that, that one is definitely techie, bro. Yeah. But yeah, with the clicks thing, it can definitely get a bit techie if like people feel left out and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I definitely do hear it a lot. Oh, yeah this clicky, this click, this click, this click, everything click, 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 church gang. Mm-hmm. And I hear it, but it might be like people potentially feeling left out or they don't have their own click and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and I think, and also with that, I think people that do say that 
like, please check your heart as well. Because sometimes, like, like I said before, you don't make the effort and you just go a- along with your agenda. And look, like, when you believe your agenda enough without somebody checking it, somebody else checking it or somebody else vetting it, you will believe what you're saying. And it might not even be factual. Like, you really have got to, mm. you really have to check your heart and your motive mm. behind, you know, saying certain things and believing certain things about people. Like, if you think someone's bougie without knowing them and you continuously go along with that narrative, you're going to, you're going to believe it and you could be a hundred percent wrong. But because you're a hundred percent in your agenda bag, you'll feel like you're a hundred percent right. And yeah, like, nah, it's, yeah, nah, we have to, we have to chill. And also there's another thing. Well, I think this is more so, I don't know. I think this is more so a London, a, a London thing than it is in other parts of the UK. Um, I don't know if this happens in, other parts of the world but this whole notion of being a beg like you know mm, people don't want to yeah. people don't want to be a beg but then they will come up with their views of you that are not even true and then act like like you don't want to be a beg which means that you're not going to try and make an effort but then you you have your 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 own views or perceptions about people that could be completely wrong like it's not fair mm. it's wrong and that i personally i just don't like that you know beg notion i know people may not agree with me i don't really care like um i can understand where people might take liberties and where you're trying to chat to someone and they're trying to do you know act bougie with you when you're trying but in general like me if i want to say hello to someone i'll say hello to someone i don't mind like i don't really care like if you say hello back or you snub me off or whatever that's fine like i just get it like some people are rude but like i said i'm practicing something i'm practicing you know something in life that I know is gonna is gonna work for me in the future. You do good to others so that others will do good to you. Simple. Do good to others. Treat others as you want others to treat you. Simple as. So I'm gonna yeah. be kind. I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna be, you know. I'm gonna I think this big culture. We need to put an end to this big culture. I'm a big culture, man. And I, I, do, I, I, I do I do kind of see it. People feel like, you know, they can't reach out or they don't want to message or they don't want to reply because they don't want to come across as a beg. And I don't know if it's because that's how we as people just think naturally or if people are given off that persona that if we reach out, we're begging. I'm not I'm not really sure which one it is. I'm, I'm yet to figure it out because I do see it and I do kind of have that feeling that people do think to themselves, yeah, they're not going to do certain things because they don't want to come across as a beg. But it's just like, well, why do we fall like that? If, you know, if we need something from that person, whether it's, you know, banter or wisdom or knowledge or advice or whatever it is, if we need something from them, then we should feel encouraged and empowered to obviously reach out or, you know, just to communicate with that person. But if we yeah. feel that like we're going to be a beg by reaching out, are they giving off that persona or are we just within our feelings and, and thinking, yeah, they're, they're, we're, we're going to be a beg for reaching out to strangers? I think it's more, I think it's more the, in, the, the actual person than it is the person that they think is what, or the, the person thinking that this is, this person is a big, I think it's more about perceptions. I mean, you have to understand your perception is a powerful thing. Like, like I said, like prejudgment is something that we all do. And sometimes when oh. you're in your feelings or when you're in your perception enough and people go, it's just my gut feeling or it's just my discernment or whatever, like, it doesn't take away from you from just doing the real thing. You going up to that person, like, and it's 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 always about you. Me going to somebody, whether that person is snobbish or not. Like, I've been to people. I've been. I've I've tried to chat to people. You know, 
just to say, oh, you know, well done, like, or amazing job, or, you know, or some maybe some meet someone random. You go to an event and they, you know, you're doing icebreakers and they say, you know, go and speak to someone you've never spoken to before. And you go, you know, out of your way and say, hi, he- hello, how are you? And there's some people that are just so standoffish. It's incredible. But you know, that are, one is hard, though. When they say, like, go speak to a stranger, that one is hard because it, you don't know them. Yeah, it is You don't hard. know what they're about. That one is probably a bit harder and challenging. But if you know the person and you're still saying, I'm going to be a beg, bro, that's when it becomes a bit of an issue. Well, that's the reason why it's an icebreaker. It's an, an icebreaker, generally, you're, you're, you're not speaking to someone that you know. Do you understand? That's so hard, bro. That one's hard, though. That's harder than speaking to someone on social media that you know. Yeah. It's harder It's harder for, for, for somebody to go up to somebody in an icebreaker knowing nothing about them than it is for somebody to, you know, message you on Twitter or message you on Insta yeah. because they know you. So they've got to read, they, they can talk to you about, you know, your clothing brand. They can talk to you about, you know, church. They can talk to you about anything pastoral related or just about Christianity. Mm. Whereas well, somebody in church, you know, nothing about them, bro. Even me thinking now, bro, how, how do you start a conversation, bro? Mm. Well, I mean, if, with the Twitter one, it, you don't even necessarily have to know the person. Like you can just, because you're in the safety of the social media space, you can just jump in the DMs and, you know, you don't know how oh, that person's going to respond. what, bro? It's a risk. Like, hi, how are you? Like, thank you. Like, <laughs> love listening to your, I just want to say, it's you know. That's what I'm saying, bro. When you, when you know what they do, it's easy. Someone can message you email and be like, oh, hey, E-man, I'm just reaching out. I love the podcast because they know you. Yeah. But imagine somebody doesn't know you, bro. What are they going to say to you? How can they reach out to you? Well, I mean, like the example that I used about an icebreaker for an event, like that's the whole point. An icebreaker is, to, is, is ideally to meet someone and they might say, oh, find out an interesting fact about that person. Like that's the whole point of an icebreaker. Oh, yeah, you that's easy. I thought you meant, I thought you meant, they, all, they, all the person says is, go and talk to somebody and then you have to go and talk because it's just like, what am I going to say to you? Oh, or, well, that, that, talking... some, pe- some people, some some hosts do that. Some hosts who are like, you know, some hosts who are not as great, they will, you know, do basic ones like that and I've been in environments like that but like I'm saying, like I'm using myself as, a, as an example, my, my attitude towards it is the same. Like, I've done it and I've, you know, met some great, fantastic people and I've done it and there's some people that you wished you hadn't approached them in the first place for this icebreaker situation <laughs> or whatever. Um, but at the same time, like I said, like I'm I'm gonna do it because that's that's who I am. Like I don't feel away, I don't feel less of a person because someone is standoffish towards me. What that does is just reminds me that yeah, there's some there's some crazy people out there, or there's some rude people out there, or sometimes it might be maybe social anxiety. Maybe someone's had a bad day. Like, I don't know. So that's why I'm always... But there's some people you know because pe- pe- loads of people are having the same experience with them. And that one, <laughs> that one, then you can then you can say, okay, cool, fine, we get it. This person, this one has going in their head. But for other people, you can't fully judge. You don't know the... Na- you don't always know the narrative. Like, that's... It's just part mm-hmm. of life. Like, in the workplace as well, sometimes you say hi to somebody... Like you're, 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 you're like when you're, when you're the new person at work, you say hi to somebody and then the person's just like, yeah, hi, and just walks past you. And you're like, okay, well, I'm, I know I'm not going to be talking to you while I, whilst I'm working here. Or I'm, I know I'm not going to be trying to make an effort with you because it seems like, yeah, there's something up or it seems like you've got an issue with me or whatever. Like it happens, but you, you have to look at yourself more than you have to look at the other person. Like, oh. did I have a, did I have a feel like me going up to this person and I was feeling like I was going to be a beg because I went to go and speak to somebody different. How does that make you a beg? And what, like, why are you a beg for trying to speak to someone new? 
Why are you try? Why are you a beg to for speaking to someone that you know could potentially you know help you or support you or give you counsel or guidance? How does that make you a beg? And that's why I'm saying it's really more of a. I really feel like it's it's especially in the UK. I feel like it's more a London thing because I've seen a lot of people that have come from like Manchester, Birmingham, Derby, yeah, other true, parts of the true. country. They're wow. like, when we come to London, like we're happy, we're jolly, and all the London people are looking at us like, why are we begging? Like, why are we begs? And it's like, oh. and then all the London people are trying to justify why it's a, why you know they behave like that. And it's like, no, that's a rub. It's a rubbish behavior. It's a rubbish mentality. And for me in this life, I'm like, I don't know who can help you. In in life, you don't know who can help you. In life, you don't know by doing something nice to someone. You don't know in the future oh. how that can pay off for you. You don't know if the person that you've went to to say, you know what, you know, you have a lovely smile. You know what, just want to uh, just want to say, you know, God loves you or something like that. You don't know down the line if that person could be, you know, as they say, you know, back home in Africa, a helper of destiny. You don't know. But by mm. you being stush and you acting, you know, prideful, whatever, you don't know. You don't mm. know how it goes. And 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 that mentality as well. Like when I see adults, you're 30 and you're talking about, I don't want to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bread people. I don't want to seem like a bread. I don't want to seem like a beg. How old are you, for goodness sake? That's why, mm. that's the reason why some of you aren't even succeeding. Because you feel like everything is begging. You're jealous of other people. Like other people are being humble. They're, do they're doing well. You're saying, oh, they're begs. The reason why they're there is because they're begs. Really? Yeah, no, it's nah, definitely let's, definitely let's change sad. your attitude, man. It's, it's definitely sad go around saying, yeah, they're begs, they're begs, they're begs. Sometimes you literally just have to be brave and go and get what you want, man. I'm telling and you. There's no, there's no harm in, in, you know, being, you know, feeling like you're a beg. And I don't even want to come across like a privilege because I don't want any somebody thinking, oh, yeah, Gabs and Ema, you two are privileged because, you know, you two do this, you have this platform, blah, blah, blah. So it's easy for you lot to say this. And it's it's not even it's not even that we're trying to speak from a place, from a, from a privileged place. Maybe we are, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but I just think for, for me, I just think, yeah, it, it can be a bit challenging thinking, you know, I'm a beg when there's something that we actually need. Bro, I've mm -hmm. got up to speak to people that don't know me from anywhere right. and, you know, gone to ask questions because there's obviously things that I needed from them. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I remember speaking to uh, Keith from Free Shots. Never, never met each other before, but this is before the pod started. And I reached out, just went to go and speak to him at one event. Yeah. Same with, with a couple other podcasters that were, you know, doing quite, quite well, just obviously gain advice, gain tips, gain knowledge and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those conversations were definitely very, very helpful, very, very beneficial stuff yeah. that I remember to this day. So <laughs> I think it's, it definitely is important. It, it is hard, though. It, it is hard, even yeah. for me. Like, networking is is not my bag, especially if I don't know you. If, I, if I, I've known of you or I know what you do, mm -hmm. then I've got a reason to approach you because mm -hmm. I can approach you on the whole, oh, how do you do this? How do you go about doing this? Or I can tell you, oh, I like this about you. I like that, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But if I don't know you from anywhere and just randomly going up to you or randomly messaging you, yeah, that one is a challenge for me. I'm not I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm, I'll be a beg. I'm not going to have that mentality, but I'll just be thinking that one is a challenge because I, I really dislike conversations that start with, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. I don't know why I really hate, hey, how are you? And I really hate, how's your week been? <laughs> now, don't, those two things just reminds me of you, Church. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> You're just small. Well, it's PTSD, bro. It just, <laughs> it just makes me think, like, have you got nothing to talk about? Have you got nothing to discuss? Like, yeah. you know, you just come in with, hey, how are you? Don't get me wrong. It works for people. But for me personally, mm. I'll just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a stronghold. So even for me, it's 
the whole networking, the whole reaching out to people. I do understand when people are like, yeah, this is a bit difficult and challenging. Mm-hmm. But the whole I'm a big thing, that's when I feel like, yeah, we, we kind of need to, you know, we kind of need to stop that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, we, we, we need to stop that. I'm I'm a firm believer of of humility and 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 in life you just you you really don't know. And as for as for Christians, we know what our, we know what the standard is for us. We know how we what the Bible describes about how we we should behave towards others, and if we claim to love as well, like you know, First Corinthians thirteen, love is patient, love is kind. Like <laughs> so that yeah. that those it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it doesn't carry record of wrongs. All of those things that you know, First Corinthians describes about what love is. Like when when we when we deep it, like do we really practice it on on the ba- on the basics on the basic things, and that's where you know, that's where we really get pressed. And so, you know, oh. even with the clicks things as well, like if you fit, if you are part, if you are part of one, like, and it's not like you purposely became part of one, it's just, it's just natural instincts for people to collaborate. It's natural instincts for human beings to want to be in community. It's natural, right? But then you oh. also have to go look like, you know, am I trying to gatekeep? Am I trying to sit safeguard, you know, what I've got going on here and I don't want anyone else to be involved and, you know, it's got to look like this and it's got to look like that, you know, um, and you can't be around us because you don't look like us. You don't walk like us. You don't talk like us. You don't come mm. to our events or whatnot. Then mm. that's, that's something you've got to check in your own heart and rectify. And, and, and literally once we, once we as Christians start being kind or whatever, even if we do have our groups, people won't feel like, Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not allowed to go near them. People will go, okay, cool. I respect that they're a group of friends and they built their relationship and they love each other and whatnot. I respect that. But thankfully, they've given me the space. If I ever wanted to approach or whatever, I could approach them. It doesn't mean I want to be part of their group, but they've, they've, you know, not, not made it like I can't eat. They're unapproachable. That's the kind of way you want things to be perceived. And that's for me, that's how I'm trying to model my life. I'm, I'm like, look, I want to look, I don't ever think that you can't approach me. Never, never. And, and I don't, and like I said, though there will be people in this world that think that of me, most people, I, I, I would like to believe 99% of people that have met me would know that I am not that person. I'm not that person. I'm the person you can come to and you can have a chat with and I'll gladly, you know, stay there. That, like there's times when the, you know, the event has more than done. They're, they're trying to close the building and I'm, I've got people waiting to talk to me. And I'll be like, yeah, just I'll, I'll tell the people in the queue, look, I'll, I'll be done in a second, you know, let, you know, I'll, I'll tell the person I'm speaking to just just for the sake of, you know, kindness before I go, I want to be able to speak to other people before I shoot off, that kind of stuff. And they, and they respect it and it's like, thank you very much anyway or they'll probably message me on social media or whatever. That is what I want to continue to practice. Yes, I know at times people might want to try and drag me away. Yes, I know at times people around me may want to act like this is an elite thing, even though I'm not an elite in society in any way, shape or form. But, you know, the fact is when it comes to me, you can see that, okay, this is what it is. And that's how individuals as believers, we should do it. Like, don't get involved in, uh, you know, we're better than this person, all this, you know, like when people get into their cliques and they feel like they're better than the other group of people or they know more than other people or they dress better than other people, they sing better than other people, or they feel like they're more gifted or anointed than other people. Nah, let's not do that. You, We can have groups, fantastic. 
but let us not allow our groups to be um, 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 gatherings where where we're being biased or we're being disrespectful or dishonorable, especially within the body of Christ. Let's not allow our cliques to be ones where we use those platforms to drag other people down or to bully people and stuff like that's dead. That's rubbish. That's nonsense. Mm. And that's what some groups, especially Christian groups or cliques as you know, that terminology has been used. That's what they've, that's what they do. They bully people. They intimidate people. They, you know, they, they they feel like it's a certain it's classism to a degree, or it's you know we're more we're more anointed, or we're more you know we're veterans in this game, so you can't chat to us. You know, nah, let's 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 remove that. Even if you are a veteran, be humble. Even if you are more mm. knowledgeable, be humble. Even if you are older, be humble as well. You know, and that's by God's grace, the people will be able to testify about you and your behavior towards them and. And it will be good. It won't be. It won't be that you're shady. It won't be that you're nasty. It'll be that you're a good person. So, yeah, let that let that mm. be the case. Real talk, man. I think we can close there, bro. You got a yeah. scripture? Yeah, there. I've got, I've got one. It's in Ephesians chapter four. Let me get that up. Whilst Eman is looking looking for for that scripture, guys, remember to um, continue sharing the pod. Share the episode if you like it. If you feel like someone's going to benefit from listening to it. Obviously, check us out on Twitter, Insta, the, the, if you want to tweet on the hashtag RTRW Podcast. Um, that's RTRW Podcast. Uh, if you want to add us on Twitter, it's um, RTRW underscore podcast. That's at RTRW underscore podcast on Twitter and Insta. It's Real Talk, Real Walk with an underscore. By all means, let us know what you think, man. If you can go go gym and listen to worship, let us know. <laughs> We want to hear from you. If you feel like Christian clicks is a bad thing or if it's a good thing, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your views as always, man. Um, but yeah, go on, we got the scripture. Yeah, Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamour, which is perpetual animosity or resentment, strife or fault-finding and slander, be put away from you, along with every kind of malice, all spiteful, Verbal abuse, uh, verbal abuse, and malevolence. Be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another, um, readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. So, I'll, this is one of my favorite scriptures. It's probably one of the f- first, as a teenager, like it's one of the first that long passages of scripture. Ephesians chapter four, the whole chapter that I memorized. And it's literally towards the end, it literally focuses on how Christians should behave to one another. So from verse 25 to 32, it literally talks about how Christians should behave to one towards one another. And I think that if we pay more attention to how we behave towards one another, regardless of whether we're in groups or whatever, there will be less reason for people to have bad perceptions about groups and you know friendship circles oh. and stuff like that. If we as individuals stop waiting for the masses to do it, let's start on a granular level and let's start with ourselves. Check yourselves. Are you rude? Are you snobby? Are you prideful? Are you, you know, stuck up? Like if that's what it is, check yourself, get right, and then begin to treat people the way that they deserve to be treated. And also treat people the way that you want people to treat you. And this doesn't mean that everyone's going to treat you great. There are some people who are going to be rude. There are some people who are going to be nasty or snobby. But that doesn't change who you are. 
your responsibility is to keep consistent with with God's expectation from you. And sometimes, you know, we'll get irritated, we'll get agitated. Some people will be rude and be like, okay, cool. I'm not saying happy birthday to you this year. I get it. We've been there before, but still, there's grace. Uh, but let's 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 aim to do better. Um, and by yeah. God's grace, that will be the case for us. Love that. Thanks for that, bro. Love the word, man. Guys, thanks for listening. Really do appreciate we're out, Gabs English. Really do appreciate <laughs> you for rocking with us as always, especially if you listen to this far. Um, we appreciate you, man. Love for signing out until next week or next episode, rather. See ya. See ya.